Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Simply Vegan podcast, brought to you by the team at Vegan Food and Living, the UK's best-selling vegan magazine. I'm Holly Johnson, and each Tuesday I get together with my colleague Molly Pickering to share what we've been eating, what's got us thinking, and the new products that are worth trying. And don't miss our Thursday podcast, where we chat to some of the leading names in veganism. Hey everyone, Molly and I are back. How are you doing, Molly? Not too bad, thank you. Happy to see your face as always. Yay! How are you? I'm okay, <laughs> yeah. I think the sun's shining right now. So hopefully um, that whole storm business is kind of coming to an end. <laughs> oh my gosh, horrendous. I don't know how my windows survived the weekend. <laughs> They've not been done since perhaps the 80s and they're like sash windows and single glazed and we thought we were going to have to put cardboard up over the weekend but oh thankfully God. no uh no drama so they were rattling <laughs> like crazy yeah horrendous <laughs> so I thought we could start off today's show by talking about what we've been eating in the last week because we love talking about food <laughs> just always food <laughs> yeah <laughs> so have you cooked up anything nice um oh my gosh do you know what I I made something sort of in your honor the other day oh. um so whenever we sort of mention the bolognese or whenever anyone asks sort of like how like meat replacements and whatever you always say lentils and walnut bolognese yeah um so and I've never tried that before I've never I don't know never made it so I was a weirdo (laughs) (laughs) I was yeah I don't know I just didn't sort of think of putting the two together but oh my god I was so wrong it was so good I have this I do have this thing with when I cook like brown lentils and stuff that sometimes I don't cook them for long enough or I I think I forget to soak them and then I get impatient and yeah they can they... take ages can't they? oh my so... gosh I made a um a chana dal the other day and I didn't realize you had to soak the lentils and I was cooking until about half past nine. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
just keep putting the spoon in still crunchy oh my gosh I was just like I me and my partner we were just by the end of it we were having arguments because we were just like well we should have just bloody soaked them yeah anyway we had a, we had the um chana dal and it was lovely but this bolognese oh oh my gosh it was so good it was had a nice texture to it yeah it just gives you that tiny bit of crunch doesn't it yeah I didn't blend it I just sort of chopped everything up really fine um but yeah amazing and not as heavy obviously with some nice gluten-free spaghetti lovely still on the gluten-free still on the gluten-free yeah it's actually going really good to be honest earlier I cooked um a soup that my mum made it's actually a BBC recipe and it's not vegan but I just switched the milk for um like oat milk or soy milk yeah it's um potato celery and garlic soup and it's so yummy it's so creamy and it's only like a hundred milliliters of um vegan milk I think it's like the potatoes that make it go really creamy yeah probably the starch yeah so that's Mm. really yummy and I made at the weekend. I made some spinach crepes for breakfast, from which is a oh rebel recipes. Um, yeah, rebel recipes is my favourite cookbook. Um, it's <laughs> from there, and I think she serves it with like caponata, but I found that a bit too tangy for breakfast. So what's a caponata? Caponata is <laughs> kind of like it's sort of like ratatouille, but with um, like green olives and mm, I want to say capers, but I'm not sure if it's capers. Olive, what's that thing called? Olive tapenade. Is that the thing? Oh uh, you... no, it's not. It's not olive tapenade. It's, it's that's what I'm thinking of, of. Yeah, it's more chunky. Like tapenade's kind of blended, isn't it? But anyway, I did it with sun-dried tomato pesto, which is Ooh. the free from stuff from Tesco's, which is brilliant. I love it. Mm-hmm. Or you can make your own with some lemon and coriander hummus, and then I did cannellini beans with. Oh my gosh a bit of garlic powder and um, what's it called? Tomato puree. Oh. And it sounds really random, but it was just <laughs> <so> yummy. <laughs> oh my gosh. That sounds amazing. How did you do the crepes? Did you t- blend the spinach? Yeah. So you whiz the, or you finally chop the spinach or whiz it up in a blender. Mm. You put it with buckwheat flour and I think some oil. Um, and water I think and then you just literally blend it up leave it for a few minutes to sort of Ooh. form a, form a um, batter batter yeah. isn't it yeah, oh, batter. Got... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so yummy and um, obviously very healthy too so that's good Ooh, that could be good for pancake day next week yes yeah mm. about that. Is it I know week? so did I next week next Tuesday 1st of March I believe oh, okay yeah Oh, I've, I did some good gluten-free ones when I was off the other day and sort of did a little um, like blueberry compote thing with some fresh mm. vegan whipped cream. It was good. Oh, my God. Very indulgent, very indulgent, but pancakes amazing. are. Amazing. Yeah, good. Well, we were going to talk about ethics today, weren't we? Because um, last week... Uh, a cow's life the true cost of milk aired on bbc and everyone kind of lost their minds over it and (laughs) go vegan was trending on twitter which is amazing (laughs) yeah it's crazy and weirdly i went to this is really random i went to a farm today what (laughs) i know when 
It's only two o'clock. I know. I know. I feel really like strange today. It's like I've been at work and I've been to a farm and I've been. Um, so basically, as part of um, my, so my daughter's got, as you know, sort of bad anxiety, and mm-hmm. there is a farm nearby that kind of work with young people with sort of, um, you know, mental health difficulties or things like yeah. that who are struggling a bit because obviously the animals are really calming and therapeutic definitely um, yeah and they teach them skills as well so yeah I was I was a bit worried that it was going to be a working farm and it kind of is but it's different it's not like a big commercial enterprise yeah <laughs> sort of turned up had to force my daughter into wellies like what 15 year old <laughs> wants to be seen in wellies but thank god she did because it was so muddy um, and it was just really random. This this lovely guy's like showing us round, and um, he was basically saying, you know, you can you can go on to uh, once you've you know done some uh, days there, you can go on to do like a diploma, which then leads oh my to gosh. Like, learning. But it was learning like basically about farming. So <laughs> I was like, I'm so surprised that this has happened. I know. So I was like, um, yeah, oh, it's you know, it's great. What? So I was like we're both, we're both vegan and he kind of looked at me a bit like oh right okay probably thinking well, why on earth are you here then I mean basically I don't think anyone had properly explained it to us we just we just thought let's just go along and see what it's like yeah um, but anyway the woman that runs it she keeps a lot of them as pets so a lot right. of them stay um and I did sort of say what happens to you know the uh the male calves and he's like oh yes they will be you know they will be um sent on and I'm thinking sent on <laughs> oh <laughs> I mean, my I know gosh. I know so yeah it was, it was kind of yeah it was kind of lovely to be with the animals I mean these cows I have never seen anything so big in my life they are oh my huge I literally just want to sit in a field of cows that is just my dream I know it was so lovely like I was trying not to take over because my daughter's quite shy and I'm just there going, <laughs> oh hello oh, beautiful. <laughs> oh sorry sorry you go you go pigs and the cows and um sheep and yeah it was lovely and just kind of stroked them and stuff but yeah it was a bit of a um a sort of an ethics debate going on in my mind because I'm like yeah um but obviously this you know linking it back to the dairy program I think um now we have to admit we haven't watched it have we Molly because we no just can't put ourselves through it at the moment we no I think uh, you know we both are aware of what happens and I feel like these programs maybe that maybe we should watch it maybe we should sort of you know re-educate ourselves and actually understand where and what is happening when I spoke to Juliette Galatly from Viva a while ago she said you know um that us vegans should watch all these things like Hogwood mm-hmm. um so that we can you know encourage others to watch them but I I'm just not I don't know I think obviously someone like Juliet she goes into slaughterhouses and um and factory farms and all sorts yeah. I just couldn't do it I I would literally have nightmares and I would be just a, a mess afterwards so yeah I don't think I can watch I just can't put myself through it but if yeah give it a watch if you kind of feel you can yeah. do it but um, also it kind of just like from our reaction it just shows how barbaric it is and the dairy industry is and you know 
people are so unaware of it still to today. And what was it? I think if the farm was like a red tractor. Um, yeah, approved. Yeah. Yeah. Red tractor approved farm and still, you know, this, this is horrible it. things are happening. I think we all like to imagine that they're running around in the grass and feeding their yeah. calves and then, oh, we'll just, you know, borrow a little bit of milk for us humans, but it's really not like that. And anything commercially viable is on such a huge scale and there is yeah, so, so exactly. much suffering. Um, I mean, I know it's um, pigs, not dairy, but um, when I spoke to Do- Dr. Alice Bruff a while ago, um, if you're, you know, if you want to have a listen, scroll back through the episodes um, you know, she was saying about the pigs, like these were these were like um, free range organic farms that she was going to that were yeah. pumping them full of, you know, antibiotics. And they were st- it's still quite shocking um, conditions they're living in even yeah. when it's supposedly, you know, kind of the, the best. It's just a logo at the end of the day, isn't it? And I think it's just the minimal checkpoints or, or checklist that you have to have and you know, they're giving these logos out willy nilly. And I think that more people need to be aware of the truth. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the farmers kind of fought back, didn't they, and said this was, um, you know, not the standard. Um, but unfortunately, I mean, lameness, mastitis, which is where the... What is lameness? I read, I've seen this. I'm not really sure what lameness is. So it's like when they get... Um, uh, sort of a bad foot or a bad leg right okay um I think with sort of larger animals like horses and stuff as well often mm. you know it can't be easily treated so they can't right, okay. suffer a lot um it's probably just because they're standing in one place and you know well yeah this was in this case it's because they're on hard floors so much you know being milked they're not sort of out on the soft grass <laughs> yeah frolicking oh, around like we, we hope they would be so yeah, it's um, it's definitely a good reason to give up dairy, and I know it can be hard at first, but once you've done it, it honestly, you, you just never look back, do you? It tastes so sour. It's like, ugh. it's I can't even imagine it, and it's just very sounds gross to me. It's very thick, and it's very um, I don't know, just ugh, not very nice to me anymore <laughs> at all. And it is crazy, just how your taste buds change and you know taste buds grow anyway but you will learn to just forget about it and you know you'll enjoy new things and yeah look at me with my vegan cheese exactly (laughs) yeah have a listen to our pre uh christmas episodes if you're um worried about giving up cheese um because it that is a big barrier I think isn't it to to going vegan it's like but what yeah. about cheese and you see people going oh just eat the cheese life is too short but it's like naturally it's oh not really that no sort of great when you're thinking about where it actually comes from out of a cow's udder and yeah exactly and there's so many other things that you can do do you know what oh my gosh I've got to say um I had a pizza on the weekend. Um, there's this new place that's just opened uh, by me in Bedminster. I think it's Bedminster. Uh, anyway, uh, it's called Pizza is Lovely. And they specialise in sort of Detroit style deep pan pizzas. Oh, um, amazing when I say the best vegan cheese ever I think I said this last week and I was said about my homemade pizza it, it 
yeah, knocks out the water. This there's this one man who I've seen him on um the Bristol vegan groups a few times and he's kind of been working on his vegan cheese recipe for literally years. Um, when I first went on there, he was sort of showcasing it and asked for reviews and stuff. But this pizza, oh my gosh, it's like a rectangle pizza. And then all on the side, it's got like the crispy cheese. Um, mm. And he just does the most amazing toppings. Everything just tastes amazing. It's so good. Oh God, <laughs> I am literally like dribbling here. <laughs> oh, and gluten-free as well. And gluten-free. Amazing. Yeah, I'll tell tell you what, I had a vegan Domino's and it was so disappointing. (gasps) I had a vegan Domino's the other month and I was just like, oh, why have I just done this? What a waste of money. It was so dry and there was hardly any cheese on it. And it's like, oh, what's the point? It was just, yeah, it wasn't wasn't good. Going back to the um, the true cost of milk, the cows are now forced to produce 40% more than they were 30 years ago. So that's just just, ridiculous. I know. Surely one like body can't keep up with that demand. You know, they're eventually just going to die of exhaustion. And well, they, they end up in the slaughterhouse and they're just, yeah, uh, not, yeah, it's horrible. Don't, don't, don't have dairy anymore. Encourage <laughs> <laughs> everyone to give it up. But it's, yeah. you know, it's really good that that was on mainstream, you know, primetime TV. So, um, yeah, brilliant exposure. Um, well, should we talk about our reviews this week then? Yes, let's go. So Linda McCartney launched some new stuff for January last month. Um, loads of stuff, actually. Pulled loads. pork rolls, mini sausage rolls, chorizo cocktail sausages, katsu chicken bites, and then some like burgers and meatballs and sausages. Um, so we sampled the katsu chicken bites, which are £2.50, mm-hmm. the cocktail sausages, which are one seventy five, And you found the burgers, didn't you? I didn't manage to find them. Yes, I did. So what did you think of the um, katsu chicken bites? They were very tasty. I don't think I can eat them now because we got them. Uh, I think we tried them before we were off. Um, but yeah, they were really tasty. Uh, quite a subtle taste of katsu I think it wasn't I sort of imagined it would be like um what are those things when you've got the 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 garlic sauce in the middle of it um it's like a chicken wrapped in like a um what's the word oh uh, uh, Kiev Kiev that's what it is a Kiev (laughs) oh bloody hell um In my head, I thought it was going to be like little mini Kievs, but it was kind of like seasoned fake meat in katsu sauce. But they were really tasty. Good for like picnics and stuff and Mm. snacking in the house. Um, Yeah, what did you think? I really like these. A bit too much. They're a bit too too, addictive. (laughs) It's like, oh, just one more. Just one more. (laughs) Yeah, they're made from soy, uh, but they have got wheat on them, obviously, because of the crumb um yeah that they're coated in but very very good what about the mini sausages cocktail sausages so do you know linda mccartney sausages they've kind of they're a little bit different to other ones aren't they they're kind of a bit more textures texturous yeah i don't know what they are spot them can't you like yeah they're good though i do really like them i seen a funny meme the other day and it was something like um your vegans need to remember who was here for you 10 years ago and no one else was and buy a Linda McCartney sausage every once in a while (laughs) yeah Yeah. the brand's been around for a while hasn't it they were kind of pioneers in uh 
in these things. But yeah, I the, the cocktail sausages are basically the same as the bigger ones, but smaller, aren't they? Yeah, I really like them. I love a cocktail sausage. I don't know what it is. It's the child in me. I just love them. <laughs> Bit too addicting though. I can just yeah. eat. If I, if I open the pack, I'm just there and I've eaten them all. Yeah. Yeah, definitely something for picnics once the sun oh, finally heats up a bit. I'm oh. so over winter. Well, the other thing that we reviewed, and again, this is a meat replacement, but this is really cool. It's a German food tech startup that's now available in the UK. And yep. it's called Greenforce. So the website's greenforce.com. And they're like mixes, aren't they? So you, there's a mince, there's a burger, there's a meatballs, and there's a sausage mix. Oh, and we had fish cakes. We had fish cakes as well. Yeah, I yeah, I wasn't um, at first. I didn't really know what to make of the brand. I think it's a really, really good idea. Uh, they sort of targeted like waste and it was just kind of like use what you can or use what you need. Um, and they've got a long shelf life. I had I started off with the um, the fish cakes. And when I was doing it, I was kind of like, mm, I don't think I'm going to like this. There was just something about it. So I did add a little bit of extra garlic powder and a bit of dill. But once it was cooked, it was so tasty. I think it, what is it? It's pea protein, isn't it? Yeah, it's basically like a powdered mix. Um, and then you add water, don't you, to make yeah. it almost into like a, well, a I want to say dough, but it's not a dough. It's like a sausage mix, isn't it? Or a- Yeah, and you leave it in the fridge because, and then it swells up. Yeah, but it doesn't take long, does it? It's only like... No, half an hour, I uh, think we left it. And then you just put it in a pan and fry it. You sort of mould it, which is quite fun. Yeah, yeah, it is fun. It feels like you're sort of making it from scratch. But I, what's brilliant about this is that it's you can get it and stick it in your cupboard and forget about it. And then when you're like you know you've got nothing in nothing fresh or or for people with not much freezer space because not everyone has like massive chest freezers that they can load up no and there's lots of packaging as well isn't there on sort of um a lot of meat stuff these days you've got the yeah quite bulky plastic exactly so these ones they're literally in just little sachets well I say little sachets pouches really yeah yeah they're like sort of paper pouches aren't they absolutely yeah I I loved it actually um the fish cakes yeah they had a lovely firm texture to them mm. um the sausages we loved um in my household they they say bratwurst so- style but to me they tasted just like normal sausages because I don't really like bratwurst like German sausage did you just have to make them bigger I think that's what it was because I oh. thought a similar thing but yeah I thought they were just kind of tasted like normal vegan sausage still very tasty though yeah I mean the good thing is you can make them whatever size you like so you could do cocktail sausages make Uh, oh my god (laughs) (laughs) I'm living my cocktail sausage dream (laughs) we're turning into sausages um I mean they're not cheap they're 4.99 a pack um Mm. but you get what would you say sort of six good size sausages or yeah, with um, and then what was it, the mince? I'd say you probably get about two servings worth from that. So it does sort of work out, perhaps the same as other like yeah. meat alternatives and stuff. But as I said, you're not. There's not really got a sell by date on it as sort of quick as what the other ones do. Um, and yeah, plastic free. I think mm. the yeah the pouches are paper, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I definitely buy these again. 
Um, the other thing that we tried, oh, such a hard, hard life, Molly. Ben and Jerry's uh, salted caramel brownie ice cream, which is around oh. five pounds. So again, not the cheapest product in the world, but it, when it, I get it when it's on offer, do you? Always on offer or club card. Oh, yeah. Love a bit of club card action. Love a bit of club card. I'm such an old lady. Well, it's terrifying now. <laughs> but you forget it, isn't it? Because now they sort of take the money off. You're like, oh, I've got it on my, it. I've got it on my phone. Oh, get you. I know. I know. Yep. I will never not have my club card. What do you mean? Other supermarkets are available. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Do you um, have an app or something then? There's an app. Yeah. And you can get all your vouchers on there. Oh, I need to do this. Okay. Yeah. Put it on my to do list along with buy an air fryer and (laughs) go to Bristol and eat all the amazing food that you've been eating. (laughs) But yeah, salted caramel brownie, yum. I mean, it's just got everything in there. It's got chocolate, it's got caramel, it's got that salty hit. Brownie. Sweet. I mean, yum. It's, yeah, really, really good comfort food for when you're feeling really fed up with everything and winter and bleh. Definitely, definitely. Do you know what, though? I just really want someone to do like a really fruity, like raspberry ripple. I feel like maybe Marks and Spencer's have a raspberry apple ice cream but I just want like a fruity flavor I as much as I love sort of like salted caramel and that I feel like it's kind of I've I've had it now you know well I think Ben and Jerry's have launched a Sunday's range and there is a vegan one they have they have what is it the berry I think it might be called like berry licious or something yeah so well perhaps we should try that one next yeah okay if we must (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've had some lovely comments and questions from you this week. Um, you can email us at simplyvegan at anthem.co.uk if you'd like to ask us anything or if you'd like us to pass your questions to professional nutritionists and doctors at the plant-based health professionals. But we're answering this week's questions. We had a lovely picture of some tempeh ribs following our tempeh challenge <laughs> um, from Andy Farrell. Uh, he adapted a recipe he got off YouTube from the Buddhist chef. Haven't heard of the British chef before so I'll have to check them out um and amalgamated it with a couple of others that's what we like bit of experimentation but yeah the best looked really nice in the picture like proper barbecue ribs like the um what they called wagamama ones yeah they looked so good again I've still not been able to get any tempeh um but when I do eventually get some I feel like this is what I'm gonna make they looked so tasty really saucy um yeah very very tasty yeah thank you Andy and then we had another email from Jamie Kinghorn who said um they are a long-time listener first-time emailer love the show and love the new twice weekly format hooray um and they like running to the podcast which is great oh amazing Jamie was asking whether we had any shop-bought or homemade vegan snacks for before or during a run because Jamie uses energy gels at the moment and would prefer something more whole food plant-based. Um, do you go running, Molly, or is it not really your thing? <sighs> I No, I don't go running. Um, I tried for a bit, but I don't know. It's it's not for me. I'm more yoga kind of hit classes. Um, yeah. And you know what? I still really struggle with kind of like post-workout stuff. I kind of, I tend to do exercise when I finish work. So I 
we'll do it and then I'd have my dinner yeah everyone has their thing don't they and um, I always hated running was always rubbish at it but when I had my son and I was living in Bristol he was so fast at running off that I thought I need to like get fit so I can run after him so (laughs) I know it's so random so I joined this running club and I loved it it was uh, all women and just everyone was really supportive and we'd have a really good laugh that's Um, so nice yeah I I loved it it was actually one of the worst things about leaving Bristol because I just didn't want to leave my running club um but yeah I kind of got better at it just starting slow like I'd run walk run walk and then we you know do like hill training and stuff but I've always had to do which is what annoys me most about running I can't run unless I'm doing all the core work I don't know why but I just if I just go out for a run and I haven't been doing core work um or strength training then I just get loads of niggles like sort of hip pain mm. and knee pain it's all connected isn't it you've all I got your, your core is literally your core like you it helps everything and running especially yeah so um I did actually do I haven't since moving down here I've done less running um but I did do a park run the other week which um mm. I was quite pleased with and I did it I was just over half an hour which apparently is an okay time don't yeah. ask me I'm not very good with timing <laughs> and stuff. but um yeah I you know I do love running it does uh sort of give me a bit of a bit of an endorphin boost mm-hmm. um and I think it's it's all about high energy carbs isn't it like before a run um I mean I don't tend to eat I tend to just go out but if you're yeah if you do need something I'd probably go for like a banana or some porridge if it's in the morning just not a huge bowl because that's sort of slow release energy isn't it perhaps with some berries for sugar overnight oats is a good one Mm -hmm. um small energy balls or even pretzels dipped in hummus a bit of carb loading yeah or I tend to have like if I after a run or any exercise actually I tend to go for a smoothie sometimes a bit of protein powder although Mm. I have everything's sort of gone off the boil this winter I'm going to be honest so uh, <laughs> I don't need the extra sort of uh, uh protein powder or anything like that <laughs> do you know um, what I got some protein powder recently and I found I have it in my porridge and it does just sort of see me through until um like lunchtime and stuff because I was just being so hungry like having breakfast early and then going through to lunch and then I'd be snacking but with only just a little bit, it does kind of just bulk me out a little oh, bit. Oh, that's good. Oh, perhaps I should start doing that then. Anyway, <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening. And don't forget to leave us a review on your platform of choice. We love to hear from you. Follow us on Instagram at Simply Vegan Podcast. <laughs> on Thursday, I'll be chatting to the Little London Vegan, who will be talking about um, eating on the go and traveling. Oh, travel. Um, now that we can do things again and hopefully all restrictions are being lifted so she's yeah. brilliant follow her on instagram she's um yeah she's always out trying all these amazing um uh, i know i'm so jealous whenever yeah. i see her page i'm just yeah hungry yeah Such, <laughs> yeah she always looks so happy and radiant and she's just got all this amazing food in front of her it's like wow <laughs> so yeah and then molly and i will be back next tuesday
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.